0: Welcome to That Cartoon Podcast, where we discuss only the best, highest quality, prime cut animated films. We are your hosts, I'm Kyle Frazier.
1: And I'm Tajinder Singh.
0: Okay, well, hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of That Cartoon Podcast.
1: Hello. Hi. Welcome.
0: This week we're coming in hot with another Don Bluth film, a good one. <laughs> Uh, what was the, was the last one we watched? Titan A.E. No, so the last one was Secret of nem So it was still good. okay. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say we, but we watched. Uh, good you ones. know, in in case anyone has is coming fresh from the Titan A.E.
1: episode, this is a good one. Uh, it. I mean, it's a classic. I didn't know how many movies were actually like Don Bluth movies until we started doing this podcast.
0: Yeah, like m- most of the eighties. Uh, animated films that rival Disney.
1: Yeah, All Dogs Go to Heaven, um, Anastasia, which I think everyone still thinks is Disney. Yep, and there's uh, Land Before Time. That, well, the first one at least. The last one, yeah, that's the last one. The first one at least. Yeah, and then it has like 15 sequels. I think they're still making those movies. Yeah, it's a it's a never ending IP. Yeah. Uh, so you know.
0: I, I decided to do a little research on this one because because uh, Claire decided to come on to our show last week and show both Teej and I up with reading.
1: Yeah, but that bitch didn't know what she was talking about. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you
0: know, there, there's some fun things about this. Um, Steven Spielberg, this was like the first thing that he stepped, this was his first animated film that he ever worked on.
1: Really, I didn't know that. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, uh, and he found it to be frustrating, but it was a learning <laughs> curve because uh, you know he's a man that's used to just filming something, but mm-hmm. instead he would come up with something and then be like, "Okay, give us a couple weeks," you know.
1: Yeah, and I guess you can't watch it as it like you can't be like, "Actually, no, make make do that again, but this time the mouse is going to be smiling more."
0: Yeah. Right. Like, well, okay, exactly. we
1: need another forty hours, Stephen.
0: um this movie also has spawned a bunch of sequels i guess first we'll say an american tale just i really enjoyed it i did too i it's i mean it's from my childhood it's i love it very much it's a great representation of immigration at a certain point to the united states
1: yeah and it also touches on once again, one of the billions of pogroms that were committed against the Jewish people. Yep, yep. Uh, it really... So, uh, in Why don't the you guys let someone else have some fun, Kyle? No.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> Why can't someone else suffer a little bit? Come on. Gotta take it all. Yeah. Uh, the When it came out, it was actually criticized for not leaning hard enough into the whole the, the mice are Jewish thing it being kind of an allegory for jewish people being ran out of russia
1: i guess but like what
0: but like what what more do you want from a children's movie like they touched on the beginning and then they moved to a new world
1: yeah like were they supposed to be like every time they celebrated did they have to put someone on a chair like what was what did they want yeah what what's the
0: level of of like jewishness that you needed how many acidic jew mice
1: did you need like
0: yeah exactly uh, this one also spawned a whole bunch of sequels, mostly uh, straight to video. I, I, I'm saying I'm a huge fan. I've literally only seen this first one. I never went beyond it because it didn't seem super appealing to me.
1: So there, from what I know, there was a direct sequel that was not direct to video called um, Fievel Goes West, which was like a Western. And that was like an actual big that was like another Steven Spielberg movie.
0: Okay, so that one was actually still a big deal.
1: Yeah. Then they made a cartoon, like an episodic cartoon show. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... um, Fievel's
0: American Tales.
1: Was that what it was called? Yep. uh, Premiered in
0: 1992.
1: Never saw it. Never even heard of it. Um, I knew it existed, though. um, But I just never knew what it was called. Um, And then I think there was like two or three directed video sequels, but I have no idea what they're called. I never saw them.
0: Looks like there are two, and they... They just look like gems. Uh, not really. It, an American Tale, The Treasure of Manhattan Island. These sound like Scooby-Doo movies, both of them. Yeah. And it, then the next one is An American Tale, The
1: Mystery of the Night Monster. So that one definitely sounds like a Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah. <laughs> but as I said during the, the Hobbit episode, Scooby-Doo movies are great, okay? I will not oh, they see are. this Scooby slander.
0: They are great. I'm just saying the titles sound like a Scooby Doo movie. Facheux sure. on the on the two direct to video ones.
1: Yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna watch them. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ever just like you ever just like think of a movie and you're like I'm not gonna watch it. I think that the Secret of Nim, um, sequel we had like that same reaction of oh cool not gonna watch it.
0: Yeah, no, no way, Jose. Yeah. Uh, so as far as the cast goes, only one per, only one name that I knew, from everyone, Dom DeLuise. Uh, oh, okay, sorry. Only two names <laughs> that I knew, uh, Dom DeLuise, who just is in pretty much every Don Bluth movie, um, and then Christopher Plummer, who who played a French pigeon named Henri.
1: What else is Christopher Plummer
0: in? Uh, he's like a. Old school English actor. Well, look him up.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't recognize that name, but that doesn't mean he's not famous. That just means I'm stupid.
0: Um, I I watched a movie with him over the weekend, and then I watched this, and I was like, "Oh, he's in it again." Uh, he- I watched *Knives Out*. He's the old guy that dies in *Knives Out*.
1: Oh, okay. Seen that. Is he? I have seen that. That's a great movie.
0: Um, I love that movie.
1: Is he the? Is he the pigeon that like saves him from the water or something?
0: Yeah, and then things never say never again.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I know this guy. He's in like everything.
0: Yeah, he's very well known.
1: Yeah. Um there's a lot of music in this movie that I did not remember was from this movie.
0: That's how I felt about Never Say Never because sometimes that that little Never Say Never again will pop in my head and I'm just like where is that from? And now I now I remember. For me it's
1: somewhere <laughs> out there. And I was like, I didn't know that was from this.
0: Yeah, and then, um, so for that song, cool little little fun fact on that one, is they, specifically, they wanted a banger. They wanted something that would be a chart topper. So they had, they, originally, they they wrote it for mm-hmm. Linda Ronstadt and some other, oh, James Ingram. Yeah. Um, Hold on. And so they they sing the credits version at the end of the the movie, yeah. Um, but then you know it was such a banger that they're like, yeah, it's in the movie.
1: Did they was Phil Collins just not available?
0: Yeah, I think he he was busy with uh, Genesis at that time. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just can't get over the meme of Phil. We need this. We need a soundtrack uh, about this movie about apes. Nothing too serious makes the best soundtrack ever made
0: yeah exactly it is a certified banger that one not not even a musical he was just like no it's not a musical i think they have like one musical bit with the monkeys dancing
1: the monkeys sing yeah once the well, yeah once the, but it's not a, a musical
0: he, he's like no I'll, I'll just sing in the background don't worry about it guys
1: which makes it even like more unnecessary right yeah absolutely (laughs) (laughs) because it's just fucking tarzan looking off into the distance while fucking son of man is blaring in the background (laughs) yeah but we're not here to talk about tarzan
0: we're not we're not uh this one this movie also like certified bangers uh as far as i'm concerned i mean there are some weak parts but you're gonna have that with any musical um i'm not i'm not a big fan of the duo song with the the cat
1: i didn't like that song at all yeah, not a big fan. Can I um, ask you a, a question? Yeah. Can you hear a low humming or rumbling sound coming from me when I don't talk? No. Okay. Just wanted to make sure the, uh, the AC kicked on and I turned the sound dampening on, like the sound dampening shit. So I didn't know if it was working. Mm. But I wanted to yeah. know now before we fucked up the rest of the recording. I didn't know if you yeah, could it sound- hear it in the background.
0: It sounds pretty good, actually. I hear a little chirping. I'm just gonna close the window over here real quick. Okay. Yeah, there
1: was a cricket just going to town on that window out there. <laughs> nice. Even if uh, when you, go, um, even if it is there, um, since we had that huge bit of pause, you can always isolate that sound and. Uh, delete it from the whole thing, Thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so, uh... You were, the cat song, right? The cat with song. Dawn. I didn't... I cu- Cute song. Didn't like it. Didn't care about it.
0: Didn't care. Uh, so there was a, a lot that was cut out of the movie, and part of it was kind of them building the relationship with that cat, because the thing with that cat just, like, goes so quick. It's just like, oh, they're best friends now. Yeah. And... And like, and then it doesn't even bring him up really again for a long time until he just is conveniently showing up. But yeah. it's fine, you know. Like they, mm. they, they, had things that they had to cut because they were trying to get a movie out. Yeah, and uh, they also had production companies, uh, Universal and others that they were trying to please. You know.
1: Yeah, the worst thing for all movies ever: production companies and distributors.
0: Yep. They had. Everyone had their hands in the cookie jar on this one. Um, as far as like wanting to see dailies. Like, yeah. they wanted to see all the dailies. And it's like, hey, you don't need to. Just give us the money.
1: Also, I don't even know how dailies work with animation.
0: Yeah, I assume it's more like weeklies,
1: yearlies. <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, because. I don't know. I think so. I think animation is actually a lot done a lot quicker now, mm-hmm. um, mainly because of ex- exploitative work practices um, and shipping things overseas, where people are kind of put into s- animation sweatshops, from what I understand. Yeah, but, but even then, like, this shit takes a long time.
0: It does. I mean no matter what, no matter how you do it, it takes a long ass time. I'm sure I've said it before, but I, I I took a little animation class and I got really frustrated with it. I knew animation wasn't for me because I spent an entire semester on three seconds. And I was like, That's not how I wanna spend my life. What were you what did you animate? It was just a walking cycle. It was a decent walking cycle but to to spend three or four months on three seconds of that i was mm-hmm. like nah i'll do something else
1: did you do like how did you do it did, was it like the individual drawings
0: no it was on maya it was 3d animation oh okay yeah yeah no nothing
1: about that stuff then
0: yeah or it, at least it's how difficult. to make it it's yeah. difficult <laughs> shit's not easy um so a little fu- another little fun fact is that this was this was the first movie that universal Pictures uh, first anime movie that universal pictures had made since 1965 when they made pinocchio in outer space
1: wait what what the fuck is pinocchio in outer space
0: <laughs> never heard of it before but it is looks, that a real movie it's a real movie it looks absolutely ridiculous oh my I, goodness uh, Pinocchio in space in a 1965 Belgian American animated science fantasy film blah 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 French version the talking cricket character was not present in this production okay what what's the story there's no there's no eagle. story
1: he, there's some sort of eagle and some and a fox and a woman this I'm just looking at google images and this is explaining nothing to me also and, Pinocchio looks like a real boy
0: yeah and if you look at the wikipedia it doesn't explain a whole lot more uh at all it, i can't find anything about what the story is i mean i guess it's pinocchio in outer space but what wow. a... oh wait wait wait! together okay here we go here we go talking cricket was not present in this production instead pinocchio's sidekick was Nerdle, an alien tw- twirtle sent by his government to investigate an unusual increase of radiation on Mars. Together they do battle against Astro, a marauding intergalactic whale who is seeking revenge after being abducted by a mysterious race of Martians.
1: What? That's that's the uh, concept. I, I refuse Pinocchio in space.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Quite a quite a jump from Pinocchio in Space to an American Tale, <laughs> Universal Pictures.
1: That was like, and that was like I I think that said it came out in like 1965. It did. They really got burned on Pinocchio in Space it sounds like.
0: Yeah, they <laughs> like never again. Yeah, they're like we will never fucking dip our toes in animation. Yeah. But then yeah. Steven Spielberg comes along. Steven Spielberg is a uh, Whenever you're watching like these, like, how was it made, movies, things, it's, at some point, usually, Steven Spielberg shows up because he was friends with someone. He's like, hey. And then he's like the middle man between two things happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, Steven Spielberg is, is always, like, just kind of there.
1: Yeah, he's like, hey, what if Indiana Jones fought aliens in this one?
0: And everyone told him he was crazy. Yeah. But it,
1: look what they did. Look, look how great and well that was received. Thank yeah. you, Steven. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Spielberg. I guess uh,
0: I, I have some more fun facts. Well, let's get into the story a bit. It's essentially um, Jewish mice that get run out of Russia. Um, Mouskowitz. There, yep, the Mouskowitz. Uh, it is a family of five. Although yeah. the baby does mysteriously disappear after um, arriving to America.
1: I noticed that they just never... That's just that, never explained.
0: That's yep. That's one of the fun facts. Uh, that was one of the things that they were like, "Let's just cut it," and it it's a bit noticeable <laughs> because there are parts where you're just like, "Where is that baby?"
1: Especially since the baby didn't really have any like purpose in the story. They should have yeah. just cut it from the beginning.
0: Yes, and, and because the beginning is the shorter part. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah it's the family that their house gets burned down by anti-semites in Russia and they end up having to flee to Germany uh this is it takes it's taking place in like 1885 around there um, yeah oh right right down there actually yeah and then they they flee to America and on on the boat ride there you know all the mice They tell each other that there are no cats in America. You won't be persecuted for being who you are in America. That's the essential gist of their stories. And the streets are paved with cheese, which in a human sense, the streets would be paved with gold.
1: Um, Is this like a, do you think this is like a a land of milk and honey allegory? Or do you think it's just, they were just using a saying?
0: I think it is a land of milk and honey allegory.
1: So are are there no cats in America? Does are they trying to say there's no anti Semites in America? What's like the equivalent I think
0: I think that is what they're saying. I think they're saying, yeah, we're not going to be persecuted for
1: being Jewish or Irish or How naive of them. Yeah. <laughs> How naive. If only they knew. If only they knew where they were where they were going.
0: Yeah. So they sing a whole song about their not being cats, aka bigotry um in America yeah. they get there um uh, well sorry while on the boat ride uh will does some fuck shit and uh, he uh,
1: another example of kids doing something incredibly stupid and the entire problem would have just been solved by just listen hey man like how about you just how about you just not do that
0: yep the whole plot of the movie will have been lost if not for this moment when fievel wants to go see fish i believe is the the excuse and so he's like oh back up a little bit sorry uh the night that they are forced out of russia is a night of hanukkah and fievel is gifted a family heirloom a hat that has been passed down for generations and so fievel back to the ship fievel's on the ship looking for fish and he's looking above board, like, and there's a big storm happening. Waves are crashing against the boat. And was like, oh, Papa, I need to go look for my hat. Takes his hat off and tosses it up through the open door, like, to above board on the ship.
1: Yeah. Above deck.
0: Above, above deck, that's it. Above deck on the ship. On
1: deck, technically, whatever it's called. They were whatever below deck. He went to the deck.
0: Yes, he went from below deck to the deck during a storm. And yeah. he is a mouse. Something to be stated here. This is not uh, the rules of some animated films where it's like the the creatures are the, the main thing in the world. They they are their world is taking place underneath of the world of humans. So yeah. that that humans is important shown, to
1: say. Humans are shown throughout and they're like they're portrayed in like this otherworldly kind of light yeah um, they're like bigger than they're 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 large in their life because you're looking at the it from the perspective of these mice. They all have like weird ominous shadows on them at all times, even the like good humans.
0: yeah, they do. they do. I mean it's it, it makes sense for the 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 choice to do that definitely makes sense yeah um but yeah, so five goes up there being a dumbass and he gets washed out to sea. Um, this is another scene that got cut down a bit because apparently Steven Spielberg did not like how, um, scary it was because he was like, those wave monsters are scary because in in the waves, yeah, Don Bluth created these monsters out of the shapes of the waves, which look really, really freaking cool. But apparently that part did go on for longer and Steven Spielberg was like, nah, cut it
1: which is surprising when you get to the end and you get to that fucking horrifying rat monster machine, that mouse machine.
0: Yeah. Knock up that. I mean, yeah.
1: I, I guess that's a focal point
0: of the story. So yeah. I, I get it. Um, so they, they, uh, Oh, so Fievel, our main mouse man, boy, he gets, uh, swept out to sea and his family like, Oh, well he's dead. Yeah. Um, parents are very distraught, very depressed. Um, Although, something to be said, it does show um, the above deck with the humans uh, coming into America on on Ellis Island, and them having to change their name. It's like, hey, my name, let's just say my name was Berkowitz, and then they're like, oh, your name is Smith now. But with the mice, they were like, you can just be Mousekowitz still. But they did change their first names.
1: Yeah, they changed, I forget what her name was, but they changed it to Tilly. yeah. We'll just refer um, which, to her
0: as Tilly throughout this.
1: Which is something that happened to real immigrants yep. um, at that time. Um, because Americans are stupid and lazy.
0: Yeah, and, and, they're, and a lot of times they would just be like, what's your job? Okay, that's your name now.
1: Yeah. Congratulations. Forever your uh, children will be known as Shoemaker.
0: Yeah, Shoemaker. Not even going to call you a Cooper. You're a fucking yeah. Shoemaker. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, how would, so yeah. how pissed would you be if you if you're like in line and you were like yeah I'm a shoemaker and they're like all right your name is shoemaker are like oh and then like you walk past and then the next person behind you is like I'm also a shoemaker and they're like well we can't call him a shoemaker what do they call shoemakers Coopers your name is Cooper and the first guy's like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um so yeah that that's happening. Uh little fun point with the animation uh that I did not get from Wikipedia was uh you can notice after this point uh, from now on for most of the rest of the movie the parents are drawn almost in like a gray kind of hue. Uh, because they're depressed whereas Tilly Tilly remains hopeful that Five's still alive so she's still vibrant she's still vibrantly colored but like if you notice like her when their parents were happy and they were a family together you can notice that their colors are a bit more vibrant but when they're just like mucking about through depression you can notice that they're a
1: bit grayer I didn't notice that at all but I also wasn't I don't think I was paying attention hard enough for that Ja Jaffeel yeah. Um, i would have had to be looking for it, I think, but maybe yeah. Not.
0: So, you know, Fival finds a bottle at some point while he's floating in the ocean, so he's mm-hmm. he's saved and then he's saved even harder by a pigeon. Uh played by Christopher Plummer with a very thick French accent named Henri Henri de Pigeon, I think, or something like Bigeon. that.
1: And he takes him. He's like, I'm trying to get to America. And he's like, bitch, you in America. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then they do a whole song and dance number with busty pigeons. Yep, very busty pigeons. And, you know, I did not
0: know that pigeons worked on the Statue of Liberty. That was a nice little fun nugget of historical information that they threw in there.
1: What do you mean they worked on the Statue of Liberty? Well, they don't have Hon- jobs.
0: Henri Henri built the whole statue of Liberty by himself, it seems like.
1: Yeah, okay. Oh fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this? What are you talking about? What is what is this pigeon labor force?
0: Yeah. No, no, that some pigeons did not work on the Statue of Liberty, guys. I yeah. to you. I deceived you. Lazy ass
1: pigeons. Get a job. They didn't even exist back then. They weren't invented until nineteen eighty four. To surveil us yeah fucking government do you know any pigeons from the 80s you ever met one no that's what i thought prove me wrong prove me wrong
0: so after being saved the pigeon's like hey you're in america i'll drop you off somewhere in new york just somewhere random yeah (laughs) uh he could have just
1: been yeah he could have just been like yeah i'll help you let's just fly around man
0: yeah, no, but he's a busy pigeon building the Eiffel, uh, not the Eiffel Tower.
1: The Eiffel Tower.
0: <laughs> not the Eiffel Tower, the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Uh, and so he drops him on the roof of a house, and the house just yeah. happens to be the house of our main bad guy. Warren, what is his name, Warren T. Rat or something? Yes, Warren T. Rat, who is very obviously wearing a fake nose. Um, and that will come into play later. maybe
1: with his little cockroach henchman
0: yeah he has a little cockroach dude that counts all of his money he's just a greedy capitalist yeah um and he this child lands on his lap just when he was realizing that he's 50 cents short and so he's like i'm going to sell this child i'm going to traffic this child and sell them to a sweatshop yeah that's his first inclination uh, so, yeah, he sells Spival to a sweatshop to work. But, like, 50 cents was probably way more back then, right? No, no, I, I, it was definitely way more. It's just the fact that he sold a child to a sweatshop alone. That's, I wonder how
1: much children were worth. <laughs> <laughs> Google, was like, Google it. Ni- Google <laughs> it. When was this? Oh, 1913 is the earliest I could do. So... 50 cents i'll be right back i'm gonna wet my dog Four- 14.96 not even a full 15 dollars from 1913 which you could get better you could get more you could get more for solid a kid than 14.96 come on you can't even buy like a mouse with that like an actual mouse Like the price of like a goldfish, maybe. Fourteen ninety six. He got ripped off. He got ripped off on the sale of this child.
0: So he could have gotten a lot more.
1: He got fourteen dollars and ninety six cents.
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah. What a
0: what a terrible capitalist.
1: Yeah. So look up the going rate for babies. (laughs) No. You're already on a list.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, from there he's like, okay, I'm gonna escape, yeah. and this this Italian um, American kid is just like, hey, I'll help you. Uh, Tony,
1: Tony something, Tony Mouse guy, Tony Mouse guy. Your 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 classic stereotypical Italian American in New York. That's always in every one of these movies.
0: Oh yes, Tony Toponi.
1: That's such a that's such a stupider name than Mouse Guy.
0: Yeah, Tony <laughs> to Pony. Uh, they become quick friends, but then Fiveol gets lost. Again, then they again uh, Five gets lost a lot in this. Guys, yeah, be prepared. Lots of losing of children in this. Trigger warning. Trigger warning.
1: Lots uh, of losing of mouse children.
0: Yeah, lots of mice get lost in this. Um, so. Yeah, he gets lost, they find each other again, super cool, but then Tony falls in love, love at first sight, with this, with an Irish mouse.
1: Yeah, who doesn't have much to do in this movie.
0: No, uh, that's another thing. She was given more to do in the other cut.
1: Is there like a, so is there like an extended edition of this movie, or just, that just doesn't exist?
0: It ain't like that, no. Uh, they, they would just, you know, they would. Do storyboards of what they wanted to do, oh, and then okay. they would get shot down or not. <laughs> okay, I didn't know if they I didn't know if they like made it and then St- they were like in the editing room they're like, nah. no, no, yeah. Steven Spielberg, I, I think once or twice a month would be sent the storyboards and be like, yes, no, yes, no, no.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. the movie feels the perfect length, so that's fine yeah it, it it's a does. kids' movie you can't have them watching like four hour movies they're yeah attention they're gonna poop their hands and do other kids stuff exactly uh
0: so you know we we can suffice to say five just goes looking for his family he's trying to find his family and yeah. along the way he he runs into cats he runs into and you know, what well, he finds out cats and bigotry still exists in America
1: Mm-hmm.
0: shocker. Um, yeah yeah <laughs> and who then could have known who could have told him this yeah um and you know he gets a nice bump in with the bourgeoisie of uh of mouse society with the super rich lady that can't pronounce words correctly
1: well i think she just has a lisp right
0: oh is that it i thought they were trying to make her sound like pretentious i don't uh, know because
1: she because because she says the very famous line that's stuck with me for whatever reason for years of will we the secret weapon
0: well we she's... Yeah.
1: yeah i think she just has like a baby talk voice okay yeah that that makes like more she sense. can't say her r's she uses them as as w's, w's. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah so the uh, all the mice are getting sick of this shit because the thing is they are pay- everyone's paying extortion money they're paying protection uh,
1: money to what warranty?
0: Yeah, they're paying Warranty yeah. Rat, who's supposed to negotiate, I guess,
1: with the cats. But but there's a there's a twist. There's a twist. There's an M Night Shyamalan in this bitch because Warranty is actually a little tiny cat. He's a warranty cat, not a warranty rat. Yeah, he's a he's a little cat guy, um, wearing what just a hat and a nose, and that's how he hides it. That's all he does to hide his cattiness. Which, I'm, I, I he either has to be a tiny little cat or a huge rat.
0: It's a huge rat. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It, I don't know how they get away with it, but whatever, movie. Yeah. Um, he is the leader of the gang of cats that have and been terrorizing everyone naturally. So he's just making money hand over paw you know yeah paw over Uh, paw i don't know
1: foot to mouth
0: foot to mouth yeah that's it i
1: don't know i actually don't know the (laughs) saying hand Hand over over fist fist. yeah hand over uh paw fist
0: boom nailed it it. nailed it got in one uh so we find this out because of course fievel has made his way into their secret lair
1: somehow and um Fable he... always just like getting involved in shit. Just which involved. You know, I'm glad I guess now he is because it's revealing all these like secrets and things that they're they wouldn't have found out otherwise and would have just lived in extortion if not for Fivel. but still like, bro, when are you going to learn?
0: Yeah. When
1: are you going to learn, bro? And it sounds like from the fact that there are so many sequels, no time soon. No. (laughs) I
0: have a feeling he keeps getting into
1: shit. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, And this is where we meet Tiger, voiced by the late, great Dom DeLuise. Did Dom
1: DeLuise pass away? I didn't know that. Pretty sure he's dead. Oh my god. I love Dom DeLuise. He's in, like, everything. Yeah, his
0: voice is just iconic. You hear it, you know it. You can place it Six he other did, places.
1: He did pass away in 2009. I didn't know. He is...
0: Uh, R.I.P. Dom DeLuise.
1: He is the most recognizable voice in this entire movie. Um,
0: yes. Uh, Christopher Plummer, you would not recognize him. You, you, you'd you see the actor, you look at, and you hear this voice, you're like, that's... You would not make the connection. Yeah. Dom DeLuise, he's Dom DeLuise and... In everything, I was but just gonna okay. say. I think
1: he. I think he always just sounds like Dom DeLuise, which is fine because he has such a, such a not real person voice. He does. Yeah, he has he, a voice that you're you would only you would only hear in, animation, even yeah. though he has even though he is, in a bunch of Mel Brooks movies.
0: Doesn't matter. He he is a walking, living or well, I guess not. Well, he is a... he was he was a walking living breathing cartoon character (laughs) yeah
1: um he plays i think his name is tiger
0: yes tiger and he is a vegetarian cat
1: pescatarian technically oh
0: pescatarian he does say he He, says he 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 has fish sometimes yeah
1: which which um just so everyone knows don't don't put your pets on vegetarian diets not good for them not good they, for them. You're, you're 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 ruining their bodies and you're killing them. Stop doing. Absolutely, that. they. Yeah. They have
0: very sharp teeth for a reason.
1: Yeah, there's a reason they call them canines.
0: Yes. Meant to rip things apart, literally. If you ever want to know what you're supposed to eat or what something's supposed to eat, look at its fucking teeth. It'll tell you. Fucking
1: people. It's not he, but. I mean, he makes like... his own
0: choices, though. So this is not someone forcing. Well, he
1: eats fish. <laughs> yeah, he eats fish still.
0: Yeah, he eats fish. So he's,
1: which, which seem to not be sentient in this world, I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, you gotta pick and choose what's sentient, I guess, because I don't. I didn't see a single dog in this film. I don't know if dogs would have been, what what they would have, their role in this hierarchical society would have been.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know especially if it's all an anti-semitism allegory
0: yeah i mean it's it's uh it's almost like a mouse the graphic novel but less horrific why
1: why are there so many jewish mouse movies and like media what is that is there a reason i don't know i mean
0: yeah, I, I don't know. It certainly doesn't help with our depiction sometimes, though, because one of the big things that people are like, Jewish rat, it's like, hey, hey, hey. Hey,
1: we're mice. <laughs> yeah, we're mice. Like <laughs> was Jerry from Tom and Jerry, was he Jewish? Should I just assume all mice, <laughs> all mice. in media are Jewish? I,
0: I think so. Stuart um, Little. Scratchy. Jay. Scratchy was probably Jewish.
1: Yeah, Stuart Little and uh, Remy from... <laughs> <laughs> what was that movie care. ratatouille yeah <laughs> definitely jewish definitely jewish um i don't know i'm, I'm
0: saying needs to expand his song to include mice
1: i don't get why the birds didn't are are friends with the mice
0: you didn't get why they are yeah um you know people call birds the rats rats with wings
1: I don't know anything about pigeons, but I feel like they would eat a mouse if they had the opportunity, wouldn't they?
0: Yeah, I don't know enough about pigeons to say, but I don't think
1: they are carnivorous birds. I mean, they mostly, they eat seed. I, I think all birds are carnivorous. They evolved from dinosaurs.
0: Yeah, but, you know, I think pigeons are pretty far removed from a lot of these other birds. They're dumb as fuck. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Although I guess I shouldn't say that they uh, apparently they're really good at delivering messages. So I
1: There's think that. All, I think those kind of pigeons are extinct. Oh yeah, that
0: was a very specific kind.
1: They were called messenger pigeons, and I think I don't think those are around anymore. I, I think I read that somewhere. Oh. But regardless, like it's I still think it's weird that the birds have no like they're just cool they're just cool like that. I guess I didn't know they were chill like that. Yeah, they they just sit like that. Um, yeah. So, we we
0: we have this problem with the the cats, right? And so yeah. Mister Fivel he comes up with a plan. He tells the rich the rich mouse about it. He's like, "Hey, my papa told me about the Great Mouse of Minsk. Mm-hmm. Um, just a story of a giant mouse that was even bigger than all the cats and scared all the cats away." So their plan is they're gonna round up the cats, unleash a Mouse of Minsk esque attack, and Force them to jump onto a boat going to China. Which,
1: crazy plan, but...
0: Hey, crazy enough to work.
1: Might be crazy enough to work. So they they get to work on their secret weapon.
0: The secret weapon.
1: um, Which is also a ridiculous undertaking.
0: It is. Oh! I'm just going to jump back real quick. So, back yeah. when the cats did attack was a very funny scene, I thought, at least. Uh, because there's dead mice and there's a dead mouse sitting on a table uh, in Irish tradition. Mm-hmm. And there's a drunken politician there who is writing down the names of the dead mice. And in the book, it says, ghost votes.
1: I do remember that. Uh, how how topical.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess people have always just been like, "Are you? You're a politician, so you get dead people
1: to vote." Yeah. Um, he's like, "What a shame! He wasn't able to vote in life. I'll vote. I'll have him vote now." <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's very funny. I, I mean, I thought it was funny. Yeah, man. Um,
1: politicians, terrible people. Pol- politicians are bad. Uh, just to cut back in, I did look it up messenger pigeons still real hey good often often confused with english carrier pigeons a who had a similar job that lost their homing instinct years ago and are no longer a thing oh they were called fancy pigeons now
0: now we are we're all learning a little bit of stuff today about pigeons about
1: fancy pigeons These things, uh, if anyone at home looks up what an English carrier pigeon looks like, you're going to be like, wow, I'm really glad that that bird is no longer a thing. That looks horrific. I am looking it up right now. They've got got a lot of things going on that you're like, that's not a pigeon. Oh. Why does it have a dragon neck?
0: (laughs) Why? Why does it have those bumps?
1: That's its waddle.
0: Yeah, lots of things I don't know. I don't want to know about this bird, honestly.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no. It's... it's. Uh, there's a lot of things going on there that I just don't... Know, I don't agree with. And you know what? Once again, the English have ruined it for everybody.
0: For everybody. For everybody.
1: What, uh... I think what... He, he gets caught, right? Uh, spying on the rat. Or the... Not rats. Spying on the cats?
0: Yes, he gets caught, and that's when he befriends Tiger, and then he gets chased by them. Um, so, oh, he, sorry, he befriends Tiger and gets let out of his prison, yeah. which the cats have put him in. Yeah. And then all the cats see that he has been let out, and subsequent, subsequently chase give, him. Give chase.
1: Why didn't they just eat him? Is that explained? Uh, Did I miss that?
0: Never explained. Uh, they okay, really okay. there would have been a better solution. Since they're cats.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know why they put him in jail.
0: Nope. So <laughs> yeah, and it's not like they're a political thing either. They just put him in a bird cage, and they're just like, "Here you are. You're locked up now." And then they took turns watching him.
1: Yeah, and for some reason they gave Tiger, who is just known to be incompetent and stupid the responsibility to watch this prisoner who i don't know why he's a prisoner
0: yeah the cats weren't using their resources very wisely no we'll just say that
1: no, no. uh they so they, they should have committed murders
0: absolutely absolutely yeah. uh so so they give chase to five. Ends up leading them to the secret weapon um, where it was a little bit early, but you know, they make do a little bit of drama, but whatever it happens, and they end up releasing the secret
1: weapon. The secret weapon, which which is is this a giant mouse machine, yeah. What is it called? Like the something mouse of Minsk,
0: yeah. The mouse of Minsk,
1: yeah. It's this horrifying mouse puppet um, with and like the animation even looks different um it gets all grainy and creepy
0: yeah and, and almost like 3 somehow. 3d almost is
1: it, is it 3d
0: i mean i mean it just it looks 3d the way that they designed it the way it moves I yeah it,
1: it looks super super unsettling and it's crazy that they kept that in when the the wave monsters were too scary yeah this thing's the stuff of nightmares for a child
0: it, but it's also at the pretty much at the very end, so maybe they were like almost there, and Steven Spielberg was just like, "Fuck it, just fine, just put it in."
1: Yeah, the kids are asleep by now, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, it shoot. What is it? it? It roars somehow. Um, it's on wheels and it shoots fireworks. Uh, yes. Like guided missiles somehow.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're homing fireworks. Um, advanced mouse technology in, in play tech. here uh and yeah the machine is just covered in mice who are lighting fireworks off at all over it
1: yeah um and they're slowly pushing the cats back as they retreat um to the edge down of up the pier. Dock. yeah, yeah.
0: They, they retreat down up here and eventually the plan works it pushes them over the edge and they end up catching a ride with a uh, hong kong express
1: yeah, they're not honestly, cats don't seem too upset about it and they're 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 seem pretty chill about it. And they're like, I guess we're going to China.
0: Yeah, it they, they were like, Okay, we're going to China and then the little cricket cockroach guy was like, I guess I need to learn how to count in yen or whatever.
1: Yeah. Uh was China still closed closed off in eight in the eighteen in the late eighteen hundreds?
0: Hmm might have been yeah because they were like highly isolationist
1: yeah I don't know but yeah they the cats are cool with it which I guess everyone wins
0: yeah everyone really wins um except the cats in this whole skirmish they did light the pier on fire in the place where everything was and uh, five gets trapped inside yeah uh and then in the next scene this bit this bit's confusing to me but in the next scene, he ends up at an orphanage. It doesn't really yeah. show. Doesn't show how he gets from being knocked out in a burning building to in a fucking orphanage.
1: Well, probably once again, it was cut, and they didn't think people yeah. would care.
0: Yeah. So he, he wakes up at an orphanage, and he's just sad, and he has this. And the the orphans are like, "Hey, you don't, you shouldn't try to find your family. They obviously don't care about you." dumbass and he like for the first time in the movie he's like you know what you're right they don't care fuck them um but but then like five minutes later he's crying about missing his
1: family for me it felt as if those um those orphan mice were based off of the like alvin and the chipmunks for some reason they gave off Alvin and the Chipmunks vibes the way they looked, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, there was, it was like, there was a, a short, fat one, a tall, skinny. Yeah. Yeah, definitely looked like them. Um, so then Five was just being all depressed, crying. Um, he spends a night at the orphanage, uh, and then he wakes up, goes to wash his little face, and then he hears his papa calling him because, unbeknownst to him, um, his friend Tony mm-hmm. Taponi, Tony whatever the, the fuck, and I the think Irish. That is his name. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Teponi, God, it's dumb. In um, the Irish last, they, they go looking for him. They're yelling, Five O'Mousekowitz or Philly Mousekowitz. Yeah. And his, uh, his parents and sister hear that. And they're like, the sister's like, we should go look. And the dad's like, nah. Nah, oh, he's, he, he's fucking dead. Yeah, he's dead. You need to like get over this. He's dead. Yeah. Um but they go. Sure enough they go and they meet up and they find that Tony Taponi has the hat from the, the beginning hat. of the movie that got left to Fival. So they're like, Oh my god, it's really FiveL. So they go looking for him, they find him at the orphanage. Mm-hmm. Lots of tears, lots of love.
1: And, and then uh, then they sing a song about how now there's no more cats in America, which, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, they there's just there's just slightly less cats in that borough of New York City, guys. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's there's more to come, more to come.
1: There's plenty of cats just in your city.
0: Yep. And uh, maybe maybe you should really rethink celebrating that way. I mean, celebrate, but don't don't fool yourself
1: yeah especially when like the new adopted homeland of yours decides to just not do anything for years when uh, a huge genocide of mice starts happening when the cats overseas start just murdering mice um systematically
0: yes i mean this pretty sure same universe as the book mouse um could That'd be, be wrong. wild wild that would be crazy. right? God, what if? What if? There's a universe out there where that I happens. choose
1: to believe that all talking mice universes are connected. So not only are the depressing ones like mouse and this one, but like also the, if you give a mouse a cookie. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Stuart Little.
0: Yeah. Uh, you ever wonder why his parents aren't around?
1: <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Um, oh, Stuart Little's <laughs> Magneto confirmed. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so from there, uh, they just ride Henri and his uh, busty pigeon ladies, and they view the the Statue of Liberty, which winks at them, and that's roll credits. That's yeah. the end. Nice, succinct, great children's film.
1: Yeah, doesn't need it. Do, it's not one of those that like. Leaves it open for a sequel. Um, there's a beginning and an end, which you don't see in movies a lot anymore. Although
0: I will say there was a line at the end that does set it up for a sequel, if they but, wanted
1: it. Yeah, but it's like, you'll have plenty more adventures, but that's just because yes. they literally just got there. Like
0: Exactly. So like I, I think it, it could be open for a sequel, but also it could just wrap it up.
1: Yeah, If if there was never another movie, the story would be complete. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, T, what, what do you think about this one?
1: Um, I like the I, I like this movie a lot because Don Bluth's animation is almost always amazing, even if his stories don't always hit, um, like Titan A.E. Um, but you know, the animation is fun. Um, 5 is another clear example of man, kids are so stupid. Sometimes, Absolutely. like they just need to. They just need to be told what to do a lot of times but hey man story works uh, i think the um the analogy is good because it's not too heavy-handed i think if they went too deep into the uh the jewish analogy then it would start to break down at some point point.
0: and then we would be the depressed ones
1: well yeah because like i get that the because even the cats that were in they were in Russia, right? Even the cats mm-hmm. that were in Russia were wearing like um these like cossack, I don't know what they're called, but they're like the fur hats that are uh traditional the fur hats,
0: Yeah, the fur hats that are associated with every Russian.
1: Yeah, with every Russian ever. ever. Um <laughs> the 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 rating uh I think they were cossacks. I think I said, saw somewhere that it said they yeah. were cossacks. Um You're right. they were they were wearing those and so were the you know, the invading cats. So that's a clear one-to-one analogy. Mm-hmm. So if they had kept that going, I feel like it would have just gotten a little too sad.
0: Yeah. When you, when you sad. stop to
1: think, you're like, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. So these the, were just, these, the these cats just represented normal ass Americans. Yeah. Uh, and Yeah, you can't think too far, because
0: then you have to be like, if every cat is an analogy for a bigot or a Nazi, then our favorite dude, Tiger, Dom DeLuise, is actually a Nazi, but he's just really friendly.
1: He's just a bad Nazi.
0: He's just a really bad
1: Nazi. (laughs) No. I don't think it's... Well, Nazis didn't exist yet, but still. Oh. True, 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 true. Nazis didn't exist. Uh, Anti-Semitism was alive and well at the time, but still. (laughs) Anti- um, se- Anti-Semitism rarely goes out of style. Uh, there was a time when anti-Semitism wasn't in style, like sixty thousand BC. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> five thousand years ago, before the Jews decided to really start start going. Before Joseph and his Technicolor dream coat had a dream. <laughs> uh, what What would you give this movie to? You? Like overall. Um, Out of 10, overall, I would give this movie like a solid 7 as a children's movie. Um, It might be a little dated by today's children's terms. And I think, I hate to say it, but I think children's movies have really like dumbed down. Absolutely. Um, So I feel like most kids wouldn't want to pay attention to this nowadays. Or at least the target audience that this was made for back in the day.
0: No, I mean that they have to. I feel like with anime movies, they have to deal with something present to yeah. keep a kid's attention. Because if they're going to tell an immigration story, it's not going to be a historic immigration story. Yeah. it's going to be a. It's going to be a present day immigration story, which is still good in its own right, but it's just different. This one would not hold a lot of kids' attention today. I'm not I don't at least really. not a
1: lot of young kids. I think if yeah. you're like um like between like 10 and up maybe even nine and up like you'd probably get your kid would probably like this movie or get something out of it but any younger than that like they just want their fucking marvel superhero show you know what i mean they just yeah they they just want their doc mcstuffins or whatever that show's called
0: (laughs) yes uh so i would i would give about the same i'd seven 7.5 it, it has yeah. heavy heavy nostalgia bits all sorts of flashbacks coming to me while watching it um yeah yeah i, I really liked it loved it and so for um it's don
1: Luis at his at his finest
0: as finest or, for sure not don, don bluth i mean but also don Luis.
1: <laughs> i mean both yeah. work yeah
0: yeah as yeah. <laughs> finest i mean i i still like secret of nim more but that's that's a me thing personally. oh
1: sure no 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 i'm not saying that this is the best film he made no 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 i'm saying that this is like this is what it looks like when he's doing it right
0: yes yes absolutely yeah. and like yeah th- he has just such a way with him because like there there's always these moments where like the world like will fade away and everything will take like this different colored hue and just focus mm-hmm. in on what's happening in the story yeah and i love
1: those scenes it's so magical it makes and, it feel that way and every frame feels so dense yeah there's no wasted space there's no huge unless it's unless it's on purpose there's no huge like just gaps of nothing um the cities feel li- like felt like it was lived in mm-hmm. um, by things other than mice like by real people yeah um i think the only real like empty expanse portion maybe was like the few scenes where it was on the on the sea and i think that was also on purpose
0: Hmm. for sure yeah yeah
1: yeah really love this one uh
0: but that's gonna do it for us here today but real quick before we go um if you guys want a little bit extra content from us or a little bit extra love want to get involved in a community that we are trying to build uh, you can run over to Patreon com slash that cartoon podcast and check out what we have going on over there. Yeah,
1: yeah, you can you can do that, or you can not. Um, you'll still, we'll still be releasing this, at least the audio portion for free. Um, yes. If yeah. you just want to help support us and just, you know, give a little back, we will yeah. We would greatly appreciate it.
0: Yeah, we 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 like to be shown some love. We' are we're not gonna take your money and run. We we are giving you something in return, don't worry. There they're gonna be unedited the uh the unedited videos and some yeah. handwritten letters and stickers. Yeah. We got some things in the works. It's coming
1: down the pipeline. But yeah, just
0: go check it out, guys.
1: But And for you, uh for you special listeners, we also have an OnlyFans.
0: Yes, that is the next tier that is coming down. Um yeah. T is just... running that one specifically.
1: I am running it, but it's weird because it's only Kyle's unedited butthole.
0: Yeah. And Um, just a slow zoom in
1: live stream every day. It's actually a zoom out. Um, You (laughs) don't know what you're looking at until it's too late Uh, now.
0: Yeah, that's going to do it for us this week, guys. (laughs) Thank thank you for tuning in. Uh, We'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like what we have going on, please subscribe to our channel. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at That Cartoon Podcast. Here, you'll be able to get all updates and episode insights.
1: If you have any film suggestions, let us know on any of these platforms. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.